Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. NetSuite and Salesforce are two of the most commonly evaluated and implemented enterprise technologies in the space. But how do you compare the two? How do NetSuite and Salesforce compare to one another? That's what I want to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach their third stage of digital transformation success. And when we're helping our clients define their digital strategies and evaluate potential technology options for their digital transformations, Salesforce and NetSuite are two of the most common options that we evaluate, partially because they have such a large market share in the space, and also because they're relatively flexible products that provide a lot of capabilities that a lot of businesses want to see. But a lot of times organizations aren't sure how these two products compare to one another or what the primary criteria are they should use when comparing these two solutions. So what I want to do today is talk about a comparison between Salesforce and NetSuite, some of the similarities and differences between these two products. And it's also worth noting that my team and I at Third Stage Consulting are not affiliated with either of these software vendors. We're completely independent and agnostic. So this comparison is meant to provide an independent view of how these two systems compare to one another. Now for more independent software reviews and rankings like this conversation we're gonna have here today, I also encourage you to download our Digital Transformation Report. It's an annual report we publish each year that provides a number of independent reviews, rankings of different software solutions, and it also provides a number of metrics and benchmarks of how digital transformations typically work, as well as best practices and lessons learned. So if you're researching potential options in the marketplace, or if you're just trying to educate yourself on the potential enterprise technology options out there, I highly encourage you to download that report. I provided a link below. Before we dive into the differences between these two products, it's helpful to first talk about what the similarities are between these two solutions. And part of the reason why so many organizations end up comparing these two solutions head to head is because there are a lot of similarities. First and foremost, they're both SaaS-based, cloud-based solutions, and they were built for the cloud and they were built to be multi-tenant cloud solutions. In other words, while a lot of software vendors in the marketplace today are migrating their old technologies from on-premise systems to the cloud, both NetSuite and Salesforce were built for the cloud. So the decades of R&D and functionality enhancements that these two companies have made over the last couple of decades are still intact. Whereas a lot of the incumbent software vendors in the space are playing catch up, trying to migrate their on-premise solutions to the cloud. Another similarity that is somewhat similar, but there's also a difference here that I'll come back to later, is the fact that both systems have built a sort of ecosystem of third-party developers and bolt-on applications that can support the core applications. And while they both share the similarity, like I said, there are some differences I'm gonna come back to here later in this video. And then finally, another commonality between these two solutions is the pricing model. Generally speaking, the SaaS and subscription pricing model of these two solutions are similar when you compare similar scopes and functionality. But as we'll discuss throughout this video, there are some distinct differences between scope and functionality that might present somewhat of a difference in cost. But if you're comparing apples to apples, generally speaking, your per user per month sort of fee is going to be very similar for similar capabilities. 
Now, having said all that, now it's worth diving into what some of the differences are between these two solutions. One of the core fundamental differences between Salesforce and NetSuite is the fact that Salesforce was built originally to be a CRM or a customer relationship management type of solution. In other words, it was meant to help automate sales activities and help provide better pipeline management and help manage territories and commissions and things of that nature. So at its core, Salesforce is a CRM system, but as I'll talk about here in a moment, it also does a lot more than just CRM. On the flip side, NetSuite was built primarily as a financial and accounting based system. So its strength as a core solution is really your basic ERP types of functionality related to financial recording, financial reporting, accounting, GL, and even dashboards, metrics, and reporting. Those are some of the strengths of NetSuite. So two very distinct differences. The solutions were ultimately built from different strengths or they started from different origins. And over time, both products have expanded the functionality to become broader and deeper in a number of different areas. And we'll talk about some of those differences throughout this video as well. If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. One of the most compelling differences between these two products is that one of them was built to be an application while the other one was built to be more of a platform or it's become more of a platform. And let me explain what that means. So start with NetSuite. NetSuite is an application. It's an ERP system that does financial management, accounting, inventory management, reporting, warehouse management, retail, point of sales, things of that nature. Broad ERP capabilities provided by an application. Salesforce, on the other hand, has built a core CRM system. And what they've done is they've also built a platform though, it's called the force.com platform that allows third-party developers to take the Salesforce system and essentially customize the software to meet different needs, different industries, different functions. So for example, you have Financial Force that does financial and accounting management. You have Rootstock that does manufacturing capabilities within the Salesforce platform. Those are just two examples of third-party applications that were developed on the force.com platform that bolt nicely onto the Salesforce CRM core application, but it allows a lot of flexibility and a lot of innovation that perhaps other providers aren't able to provide. So the key here is to evaluate these two options against your business needs and requirements. And just know that when you're evaluating Salesforce, you might look at Salesforce CRM, but you might also be looking at third-party bolt-ons that help complete the picture and provide more comparable functionality across the entire enterprise that NetSuite is able to provide out of the box. And then one last caveat on the platform discussion with Salesforce, in that when you have third-party bolt-ons, that just puts more pressure on you as an IT organization to be able to integrate 
and make sure that these solutions tie together, that data is flowing the way it should be, and that you have cybersecurity tightened up. So it does create some additional technical complexity, but if that Salesforce ecosystem provides greater functionality and capability than NetSuite might out of the box, then perhaps Salesforce is the way to go. And then one last note I'll make about NetSuite is that they are moving in the direction of providing more of an ecosystem or more of a platform-based approach by encouraging others to develop products and bolt-ons that can tie into the NetSuite core application. So I suspect that over time, this might be somewhat of a neutralized comparison point, but for the time being, Salesforce has more of the platform focus with third-party developers, whereas NetSuite focuses more on providing out-of-the-box capabilities. Now, flexibility is another consideration for a lot of organizations. In addition to evaluating the systems against their own business requirements and business functional needs, organizations will commonly look at how flexible these products are. As our business changes in the future, will these products be able to keep up? And both products are fairly flexible, but I would say that Salesforce has an advantage in that it provides more flexibility for a couple of reasons. One is the comment I made a moment ago about the overall platform of Salesforce. Because there's different third-party developers constantly innovating and providing new capabilities, new functions within the Force platform, that provides a certain amount of flexibility that allows you to grow in to the system in different directions in different ways than you might need right now. The other reason that Salesforce provides more flexibility is because it's built to be more extensively configured than NetSuite. In other words, we have Salesforce developers and technical types that can configure and even customize the software in ways that NetSuite typically can't. Now, to be clear, you can configure and personalize NetSuite, but it's somewhat limited when you compare the ability to customize the software for your needs. You're somewhat limited with NetSuite when you compare it to Salesforce. However, even though that's a strength of Salesforce, that could actually be a weakness of Salesforce if you're looking for standard business processes, repeatable business processes, vanilla off-the-shelf processes then NetSuite gives you more to work with there because it's a little bit more standardized in the way it works off the shelf and out of the box. So it really comes down to what's important to you. If flexibility is more important, then Salesforce might have a slight edge. But if you're looking for standardization and common business processes, then NetSuite might have the edge as well. Defining the right set of implementation expectations around time, cost, and resources is one of the biggest challenges with digital transformations in general, not only for Salesforce and NetSuite, but for any other sort of technology implementation. However, we find that NetSuite implementations typically are more troubled in terms of not having realistic implementation expectations. And part of this is because NetSuite sells an idea called Suite Success. They sell it as a methodology, but I would argue that it's just an idea or a utopia vision that typically doesn't happen. And the reason for that is because Suite Success is meant to be an accelerated way of implementing technology. But the problem with technology deployments is it's not just about the technology. It's also about implementing process improvements and making sure that people can ultimately use those new processes and technologies. So while Suite Success does potentially speed up the technical deployment of NetSuite, it does not speed up or create cost optimization for the overall implementation because the hard part of implementation is really related to the people and the process sides of things. So for that reason, a lot of times customers of NetSuite go in with unrealistic expectations of what an implementation is going to cost. Now, Salesforce has similar issues, but for different reasons. Implementation expectations are typically not set well with Salesforce implementations, but more because of the complexity of deploying these different applications within the force.com platform. 
So it creates a whole host of additional challenges or different challenges than what you experience with NetSuite because now you have to worry about integration and architecture and data flow and things of that nature that you may not have to worry about as much with the NetSuite implementation. So in both cases, you are going to struggle with implementation expectations and making sure you have realistic expectations, but just note that it's worth understanding what the differences are between the reasons for those implementation expectation differences. Now, so far in this video, I've talked about Salesforce and NetSuite as binary decisions or binary options you have in your digital transformation. But I have a third option for you, and that is the best of breed option, which would essentially say that you deploy both systems. Sounds crazy, maybe, on the surface, but that's what a lot of organizations do. Primarily because the systems have such distinct strengths and distinct differences that in many cases they find that the two systems combined can complete the picture of what it is they're looking for, and the two systems combined can better address their business needs, their business requirements, and the functionality needs. Now, the way this typically looks in cases that we've seen this work is you might use NetSuite as your core, call it your core ERP system that manages your financials, your accounting, inventory management, things of that nature. Then you might use Salesforce for more of the sales and customer service related business processes and functions, more of the customer facing sides of things. And again, keep in mind that it's not just CRM, there's other customer facing technologies within the Force platform. Or using the Rootstock example from before, Rootstock is a manufacturing system built on the Salesforce platform. And sometimes manufacturers will say, we want the Rootstock Salesforce solution, but we want to bolt that onto the NetSuite finance and accounting. Largely because the NetSuite strength is really accounting, financial management, and inventory management, some of those core ERP capabilities, whereas third-party systems on the Salesforce side, like Rootstock, provide additional breadth of capabilities in the manufacturing space. So I hope this has provided you a good comparison or a starting point comparison of how these two systems compare. Ultimately, which system or which option is best for you depends on your business needs, your priorities, and your overall strategy and direction. For more resources and information to help you through the evaluation process and help you define what solution is best for you, whether it's one of these two systems or any other system out in the marketplace, I encourage you to download our annual digital transformation report. It's an annual report we publish each year that highlights some of the independent reviews and rankings of different enterprise technologies, as well as best practices, tips, and lessons learned from our years of experience helping clients deploy different technologies throughout the world. So I hope you found this information useful and hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.